having that confidence and that certainty allows you to take the steps that you may have been afraid to take. You may have been too worried about failing. It's a big one. Or that, you know, you're not as good as you are making yourself out to be. And so by taking the action and taking the steps necessary, you can then get the results that you want. It's it's a classic example, even with my book. And I know I keep bringing my book up, but it's because it, it, it's, as you said, it's fresh and it's new. I'm turning over every stone that I can find, every single stone, I'm turning it over to see what's under it. Two years ago, I wouldn't have had the guts to turn one of them over. I would have just sat there and thought, oh, it's not good enough, I won't even put it out, you know? So that's what it gives you. It gives you that ability to be able to take that action and just put yourself out there with so many people are too afraid to do these days. Heroes are an inspiring group of people. Every one of them, from the larger-than-life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen to the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell. The doctor saving lives at your local hospital. The war veteran down the street who risked his lives for our freedom. The police officers and firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur. The creator. The producer. The ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what? I can fix that. I can help people. And I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world. Others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks of the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence. So you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. Hello and welcome back to The Hero Show. My name is Richard Matthews and I'm live on the line with uh, Monty Homer. Are you there? Yes, I am. Awesome. So glad to have you here. And you were coming in all the way from Australia, which is super cool. Um, so so it's, a, it's, it's fun that we can uh, you know, talk to people around the world <laughs> nowadays. Um, so real quick, before we get into uh, too much of your story, I want to introduce you know, people so they know who you are. So you are... Um, you just told me you announced a book last week or launched a book last week called The Lockdown Stole My Income that you hit number one bestseller on Amazon UK, Amazon Australia, Amazon the US, and you were a hot new release in the US, which is all really cool stuff. Um, and that is coming sort of on the back of your business where you teach people um, things like confidence and mindset and uh, you have courses and things like that. Is that right? That's exactly it. That's yeah. It's 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 been one whirlwind week. I can tell you now. It's been amazing. So. <laughs> awesome. So to start this off, why don't you go ahead and tell me what your business is like now? Who do you serve? What kind of things do you offer to those people? Um, sort of what's the uh, what what's what are you known for? All right. So our business it's called Tall Poppies Rising, and I'm not sure whether you're aware, but in Australia and New Zealand, there's an actual syndrome called Tall Poppy Syndrome. And what that actually is, is that poppies that grow taller than the rest tend to get cut down by other people. Mm -hmm. And so I created Tall Poppies Rising because we are tall poppies. We are above the fold and we need to support each other and we need to help each other to continue growing higher and to 
try to stop those people from getting to us so that they can cut us down. And that's pretty much what my business is about. It's about helping women between the ages of 30 and 55 who have their own businesses and they're not getting to where they want to because they've allowed either other people or their own thoughts in their heads to hold them back and stop them from being able to create the absolute life they've dreamed of. It's for people who are in careers that want to take that leap, but they're, oh, what if I fail? Or what if it doesn't work out? Or what will people say if I don't make it kind of? The people that have yeah. the, and, and a lot of people do have that stuff in their heads that hold them back. And so that's what we do. We help women and be empowered. We help women to grow in whatever way that they want to grow, whether it's in business, whether it's in their career, we're here to help inspire, empower and uplift them. That sounds really awesome. So what I want to find out from you then is how did you get here, right? So we talk on this show, our origin story, every hero has their origin story. It's where you started to realize that you were different, that maybe you could help people. Maybe you even had superpowers that you could use them to help others. Mm -hmm. How did you get started in this entrepreneur journey yourself? I think I always had it. I think for many years, I, I came from a, um, an abusive background of all different kinds. And so for many years, I didn't, I didn't know that I had my superpowers, you could say. It took me a very, very long time to find my self-confidence, my self-worth and my self-belief. Uh, but I've always been entrepreneurial. Despite that, I've always been able to create businesses from next to nothing, like no money down and just, I would just create them. However, because I didn't totally believe in myself or my worth, I would self-sabotage or I would flick them off for a ridiculous price when somebody complimented me because they might find out who the real me is, do you know? So there was a lot of like stuff going on in my own head, which held me back. And so I guess my journey has been like probably since I met the man, Tony Robbins, uh, in 2014 is when my journey really started. Phenomenal man, I tell you, phenomenal. Uh, and he awoke me, I suppose, awoke is not the right word, um, you know, to NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And I, I guess to start, I was just curious and I sort of like just sort of like dabbled like a lot of people do. However, it was 2017, mm -hmm. I actually went and trained as a practitioner and it completely transformed my life. Once I worked out, once I worked out that this was the secret to my confidence and my self-belief and my self-worth, it was like a, I was a dog with a bone, you know, I could not get enough. And from there, I've just gone from strength to strength. I've had my challenges, I've had my setbacks, but I've just gone from strength to strength. And here I am now, a number one best-selling author across the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, super cool. And I know that's like, that's really fresh in your business, but how do you see becoming a number one bestselling author across the world that, how do you see that impacting your business's bottom line over this next year? I feel that it, I mean, I, I already have a fair bit of credibility. I'm already quite well known, especially in the Tony Robbins world and that personal development world. I just feel this will give me a whole new level of credibility. And I think that's what's so important. You know, it's like there's so many people out there these days that, you know, they will take your money and not deliver what they say yeah. they will. It, it just, and, and that, it annoys me. It totally annoys me. These people that have been in the industry for two minutes and think that they can charge you ridiculous money 
to be able to provide the service that they have no background, they have no experience. I mean, the way I look at it, Richard, is that, you know, anyone can say, oh, you know, I've got 50,000 followers and I'm really cool, but prove it. You know, show me the evidence, show yeah. me the proof, you know. I can, I've got now bucket loads and my book just adds another layer to that, if that makes sense. It just adds another layer of credibility. Yeah, so, so it'll help you, you know, close the sales and prove to people that you actually can do what you say you can do. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it will get me to the point where I don't even have to close the sales because people can see, they can see clearly what I'm capable of. They can see that people are truly following me, that they are truly getting the results. And of course, absolutely. I always back everything up I do with that. If you don't get the results, then the money's yours. Take it back. It's yours. I don't want your money if that's the case. If you don't think yeah. I'm getting the results for you, then there you go. So, so just uh, reiterate for me again, the result that you generally are going with for people is you're helping them raise their confidence level so they can go back and, and, and use that in their, their business to grow their business. Is that right? Yeah, not just confidence, self-esteem. And the big one is really, there's a couple of big ones, is self-belief and that internal validation. Now, that one to me is the biggest lesson that I've learned in the last 10, 15 years is that self-validation. It's like, you don't need anybody else's approval other than your own. And there's so yeah. many people out there, you know, even, even like, you know, A-list celebrities that have to go and get the awards and everything and all that. It's great to have all that stuff. It's amazing to have all that. However, if they truly knew themselves and they truly believed in themselves and their abilities, they would have that confidence and they wouldn't need anybody else to tell them you're really good, you know, <laughs> because you have that. And that is so, so important, like for women, because it's so easy for them to get trodden down and men as well, get pulled down to that mediocrity and that, uh, you know, settling for less than what they are capable of because they don't have that belief. So tell me how, how getting that self-validation and that belief and confidence, how does that translate into like tangible results in someone's business or in their relationships or in their life? How does that actually like translate and impact their lives? Yeah, well, it gives them confidence and more importantly, it gives them certainty and it gives them the ability to be able to take the massive action that it actually requires in a business. It's like having that confidence and that certainty allows you to take the steps that you may have been afraid to take. You may have been too worried about failing. That's a big one. Or that, you know, you're not as good as you are making yourself out to be. And so by taking the action and taking the steps necessary, you can then get the results that you want. It's, it's a classic example, even with my book. And I know I keep bringing my book up, but it's because it, it's, it's, as you said, it's fresh and it's new. I'm turning over every stone that I can find, every single stone, I'm turning it over to see what's under it. Two years ago, I wouldn't have had the guts to turn one of them over. I would have just sat there and thought, oh, it's not good enough, I won't even put it out, you know? So that's what it gives you. It gives you that ability to be able to take that action and just put yourself out there with so many people are too afraid to do these days. Absolutely, and uh, you know, for, those of us who've been in the business space for long enough know that uh, there's no competition for someone who's willing to just sit down and do the work. That's it, exactly. You know, I mean, I, I spend a lot of my time in my own lane. I'm aware, 
I like to be aware. However, I focus on on my own thing, and I don't compare myself because there is no one. There is no one like me. Yeah. There is nobody like me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and there shouldn't be. You're unique and wonderful. Speaking of things that make you unique and wonderful, we're going to talk about your superpowers a little bit, right? The thing, this is the thing that you do or build or optimize a world that really helps solve problems for people, the things that you use to help slay the world's villains, so to speak. And the way that I've been framing this for my guests lately has been, you know, if you look at all the skills that you've developed over the course of your life and your business, I mean, you really analyze them. There's probably one skill that sort of is like the common thread that ties them all together, that lets you build the other skills. Mm -hmm. What is that for you? What's your zone of genius or your superpower? I'm glad you asked because uh, this is something that I've looked into quite a bit of late and it's actually building businesses. It's actually taking something, taking an idea and like seeing the big picture of the idea and just being able to take that and actually just make it happen. That seems to be my biggest superpower. From absolutely nothing, it can have like, it can have no income, it can have no resources. And I just managed to be able to take the idea and just make it into whatever it is that person or myself wants to make it. Like a classic example is I created a brand of um, cloth diapers when my children were, well, when my son was in my tummy still, I decided I wanted to, you know, create that. And so I um, learned to import products from China. I branded it myself and it was the best selling diaper in New Zealand of all places. Like for four years, that little business I ran from home while I had my toddlers around my feet uh, was an hour a day's what, work. What was the brand and, name on that? We may have used them. Uh, my baby, you may not have. It was a New Zealand brand. So but okay, that, yeah, so my, my, my wife used a couple of them. I can't remember what they are now, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I developed it all for my son. And I mean, that business was an hour a day. It took me an hour a day to do. And it was bringing in two full-time wages whilst my children were like, you know, babies. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's just, I mean, so, you know, when we talk about being in business, it doesn't mean that you have to be a multi-billionaire. Sure, that would be nice, but it's like just, you don't have to be at that level. There's businesses you can have and you can create and you can start, but they're just going to give you that lifestyle that you truly want. And I've done it, as I said, I've done it 11 times. So that has to be my superpower. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking about taking an idea and then turning it into an income, right? That's what you're talking about is your superpowers. Mm -hmm. You can go from idea to income. Right. Pretty what much. are some of the uh, what are some of the big milestones that you see as a commonality since you've done this 11 times where you're like, mm -hmm. OK, I have an idea and I need it and I want to take it to an income. So for someone who's looking at, you know, listening to this and saying, you know, I have an idea and I want to get to income. What are some of the big milestones that you see or like that are really common um, in all the businesses that you started? OK, so I think obviously at first first you need to believe. You need to have that, that self-belief and that self-worth. However, what I've discovered is that if you don't have it immediately, there is actually a workaround you can get around. I wouldn't say use it uh, consistently and forever because at the end of the day, getting your mindset sorted is the answer. But if you can find what you're truly passionate about, if you can find what absolutely sets you on fire and just, you know, you know, builds you know, so much momentum, you can actually be able to manage to push those things down to get you through. And it's just about using, you know, having the, having the ability to use the leverage that you already have around you. Who do you know? You know, like 
what context do you have? What you know, resources can you actually access? Flipping the stones over, you know, making that plan, like working on your mindset so you can go and take the action. Like these are all the steps that, you know, it takes to go from idea to successful income stream, basically. Absolutely. So, so um, as someone who's done that myself a couple of times, I know like some of the big things have, um, have not, not just, uh, you know, you have to take the idea and then you have to look at like, you mentioned resources, like what are the resources that you have access to or that you can get access to? And more importantly, like that you're going to need in order to make the product or make the service, right? Can you do it yourself? Are you going to have to hire someone to do it in? Like, look at, you know, have to look at those things and just be willing to like take the steps. Um, and, you know, I, I always found it's, a, it's really useful to find a couple of like test clients or test purchasers to see if they mm -hmm. like the product, if they'll actually buy it, if someone would yes. actually take their credit card out and pay you for the thing that you're talking about. So, yes. yeah, absolutely. So if your superpower is building businesses, the flip mm -hmm. side of the, every superpower is the fatal flaw, right? And a lot of mm -hmm. times we, they're cut from the same coin generally, mm -hmm. right? It's the flip mm -hmm. side of the coin. So like Superman has his kryptonite. What has been your, you know, kryptonite in business, your fatal flaw? And more importantly, what have you done to sort of like deal for someone who was, might be listening to this and dealing with the same problem? Right? So for me, it was always perfectionism um, yep. and it kept me from shipping. And that mm -hmm. was a thing that held me back. Um, so mm -hmm. what, what was that for you and how did you, uh, or how have you been working on that? Okay, so what, what I've actually found my fatal flaw to be is that lack of self-belief. Um, I can build businesses, I can push that down, like I talked about earlier. However, because I didn't do the work on myself and the work on my mind, what I would find is that I would sometimes self-sabotage what I'd created, okay? And I would deliberately make moves to destroy the idea of what I'd done. Now, don't get me wrong, some of my businesses I've had for over 14 years and they've taken me to seven figures. However, other ones that were like the nappies I talked about, and I actually talk about this in my book in detail, like that was one business that I actually sold within 24 hours after somebody complimented me. I know, right? Because I didn't believe in myself and I didn't believe in my worth and instantly it was like, oh my gosh, somebody thinks I'm awesome. I better do something about that. Do you know? So that's actually been my kryptonite is when I've actually done things to damage what it was I was, I was creating or I'd created. So my, my question for you then is if, if that is your, the, the fatal flaw, how have you been working on that? And what was sort of like the big changeover that helped you move into like a new space? Um, all right. So, okay. To answer your question, look, and we keep coming back to this because at the end of the day, it's so important. It's, it's all about mindset. It really is. It's like, the first thing you need to do is you need to be aware of the behavior that you're displaying and what it is you're actually doing. But more than that, you've got to be prepared to go and take the action you need to take to go and get it sorted out. Now, a lot of people and myself included for many years, I didn't know what the problem was. I didn't know how to fix it. There's so many books that were coming out about, you know, love yourself, love yourself. But nobody tells you how to do that stuff, you know. Nobody taught you. I wasn't taught. Like, as I said, I came from abuse, so I wasn't taught the skills I needed when I was a child on how to love myself, how to believe in myself, how to know my self-worth. 
And so for a lot of years, you just fumble along not knowing how to do it. But um, it's about having the courage too, because you can, a friend of mine once told me, she said, it's along the, you lead a horse to water, but it's a little different. She said, you know, she says, you can have a horse that's hungry and the horse knows that it's hungry. It knows that it's hungry and you can give the horse the food. However, the horse is still going to choose to eat that food. It's like, you know, and I thought that was more than just the lead the horse to water kind of thing. It's like the horse knows it's hungry. The horse knows that this is probably going to help them. But it's their own fears and their own negative emotions and beliefs that stop them because all of a sudden they get filled with, what will the mother-in-law say if she finds out I'm getting help? Or, or what will my sister say? Or what will my friends think of me if I actually improve and become successful? And they just don't. And they go through their entire lives not achieving what it is that they've truly wanted to achieve in their lives. And so for me, it was that, that awareness of the problem and curiosity because obviously I saw, you know, when, when I met this man, like it was, that was not an easy thing to do. I had to jump through some incredibly large hoops to make that happen when it did. And of course, I just planted a little seed in my head that if I could do something like that, what else could I do? Anything and you that's want. where it all started, you know, that's, it's like, cause that was not easy. I had to basically um, make the decision whether my, my family was gonna eat baked beans for a week to make that happen. <laughs> they ate baked beans, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and they forgave wrong me. wrong with a good pot of baked like, beans. Oh, it was. But they forgave me because, um, can I share the story with you very quickly? Yeah, sure. All right. So, I mean, I had this dream for like 20 years and never actioned it, never took action because I didn't believe I could. Uh, made all the excuses in the world until one day all my excuses disappeared and I had no choice but to go to Sydney and go to his event. So here I was in my hotel room, like a dingy hotel room because I'd spent all my money on a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> um, waiting for uh, someone who I didn't know I was sharing the room with. And that little voice came into my head and said, do you know what? It, it, it's really okay. It's okay if you don't meet him. You know, you've come this far, you've done this, you've done that. You know, it's quite okay. You know, if you just settle and you don't meet him, that's absolutely fine. And then my phone rang, Richard, and you're going to so relate to this. My phone rang and I saw it was home. And I picked up the phone. That wasn't my husband. That was my little five-year-old boy at the time. Okay. And he didn't say anything. He didn't say, hey, mum, how you going? The very first thing that came out of that kid's mouth was, have you met Tony Robbins yet, mum? Have you got your photo with Tony Robbins yet? And it was, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> at that moment, I knew that I had to find the way to make this happen. And it was no longer about me. It was about showing him that you go for your freaking dreams. And so I did. <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah. And so even though it meant that they had to eat baked beans for a week and it's like, and oh, it, it was such a hard decision um, to invest in that. It's one of the best investments I've ever made, honestly, because it, it planted the seed in my mind. And it also opens quite a few doors. I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, know how that goes. So um, I, I want to... Um, sort of move the questions to your your business, right? And the people that you help. Mm -hmm. um, so talk a little bit about your common enemy. And what I mean by common enemy is the thing that you're constantly sort of running into with your clients 
right? When someone comes to you and they're like, hey, I want to get your help with my confidence or my, uh, uh, my self-belief and you run into like roadblocks with them. And I, I would imagine that there are similar roadblocks. You see the same thing over and over and over again. If you had a magic wand, you could just be like, remove one of those roadblocks that would help all of your clients immediately. What is that roadblock? What popped into your head when I started talking about it? Okay, so it, there's actually two of them. And what it all comes back to is the, I'm not good enough. And if I'm not good enough, I won't be loved. And I'm not worthy. And so even though they want the dream, they want the lifestyle, they want it all, they don't believe that they can. And that is what we get time and time again, whether it's in business, whether it's in career, whether it's in relationships. I, I have clients that, you know, want to find the perfect partner and they don't believe that the partner's out there. And if, if you don't believe, then you're not going to get it. That's the thing. If you don't have, if you're not focusing on what you truly want, for whatever reason, then you're never going to get it. It's not going to happen for you. So just a, a curious question for you on that, right? Because I know it's a really common thing to believe that you're not good enough, right? That you're not mm -hmm. good at what you're doing. You're not worthy yes. of what you're doing. Yes. Is it possible to get that belief externally or is that something that you have to work on inside? Look, you can have... 150 people walk up to you on exactly the same day and tell you how freaking awesome you are and yeah it's nice to hear that however if you don't believe it inside of yourself you're not going to take it on board you may a little but you're not going to take it on board so it really is something that you must work on inside yourself because until you do no amount of compliments. I mean, look at me. I shut a business down because somebody said I was great. Seriously. It's like, <laughs> do you know, it's like until you believe in yourself, until you know that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, it only matters what you think and what you feel. Until you know that inside yourself, you're never going to get to where you want to. You might be able to what do they say? Fake it until you make it. But to me, that's instantly putting inside the message that you're a fake and a fraud. So why would you do that? You know, it's like, it's just, once you know, once you know, you've got the confidence and the certainty that you can and you will do anything you put your mind to. And you get over that little ego thing. It's like where you walk around going, I'm a genius. Look at me. <laughs> do you know, it's like, it's such a, such a different world. Honestly, there is absolutely nothing I can't do. And you know what? If I can't, if something comes up that I can't, then I'm not afraid to reach out to those that can and say, you know what? I need your help. Because I have no negative. You know who you are. Yeah, I do. I know exactly who I am. And, you know, sometimes I can't do it. I mean, if you judge a fish by how well it climbs a tree, do you know what I'm saying? It's like there are some things I cannot do. And so I just reach out to the people that can. That's the way I got a number one bestseller. I'm working with an amazing, amazing book publisher. Do you know? It's like, yeah, it's about reaching out to those that yeah, can actually yeah. help and serve. So, yeah. And they're there to help. Absolutely. And it's amazing the world that opens up to you when you realize who you are and who you aren't and where you can bring people in to shore up your shortcomings and that kind of stuff because the particularly the world of entrepreneurs mm -hmm. people want to help they want to be there for you they want to help lift you up and 
um, and be a part of your journey. Um, and even if they're not entrepreneurs themselves, you'll see friends and family step up and help you, uh, you know, get the word out for your products or services and other things. It's amazing. But a lot of that comes at, with your confidence and your yeah. um, understanding of who you are and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 100%. I had it said to me at one stage that it's all about certainty and I have to agree. I really do have to agree because until you are certain of exactly who you are and you see your abilities and your capabilities for what they really truly are, it's like you can't go and create what you want. Sure, you might get lucky, but it may not last long term because you'll do things, you'll do dumb things like I did to do, you know, to destroy it. I mean, I've never been without, you know, income. Like for 23 years, I've been in business and I've done all right, you know. I reckon I could have done so much better if I had the confidence and certainty. Absolutely. So my next question for you, if your common enemy is a thing that you're fighting against constantly with your clients, your driving force is a thing that you're fighting for, right? Just like Spider-Man fights to save New York or Batman fights mm -hmm. to save Gotham or Google fights to index and categorize all the world's information. What is it that you fight for? Do you know, can I um, be a bit of a devil's advocate here and say I choose not to use the word fight? Sure, absolutely. Yes, so I am for what I, you know, what I, what I what you stand for, for your I, mission. Yes, what I stand for, for my mission, okay? Look, my mission is quite simple. Like I've been there. I know what it's like not to have the self-belief and the self-worth. It's like, I see people every day who could create so much more in their lives if they would just become aware of what it is that they need to do and do the work that they need to do. So my mission and what I stand for is to change this freaking world and empower women enough. A million women this year is my, is my goal to empower a million women this year to stand tall with me alongside me and walk this path with me to absolute joy, euphoria, where we can all go out and we can just smash the, smash our goals, smash our dreams and just and go get it. Yeah, absolutely. So just out of curiosity, how if your goal is a million women, how are you counting that? Are you counting it like people that you get to speak to on stages or people who've purchased your books or like what what's your what are your what's your your KPI, your metric that you're you're gonna be judging yourself by? Look, I I don't judge myself. I am taking it from wherever it comes. I am open to whatever comes. Do you know what I mean? So if it's book sales, if it's people that I've spoken to on stage, if I end up, I, I do a live into a group of 350,000 businesswomen every week. Do you know? Nice. So wherever it comes from, it's like, uh, I don't, you know, I'm not judging myself. I don't put myself out there. Because you know what? I mean, like, I go for the stars. I absolutely go for the stars, Richard. But if per se I land on the moon, it's still out of this You'll world. You'll be okay. It's You'll be okay. It's still out of this world, you know? Yeah, I, I go for the goals. I usually, I, I get the goals. Sometimes I don't. You know, I don't always make it first time. <laughs> but, you know, I always go for a second go and I always get it. You know, I, I never quit. And that's number one. I never quit. So, you know what? Bring it, universe. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you've gone to uh, 11 businesses. It reminds me of the uh, 
what's his name? Winston Churchill. And he's never, ever, 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 ever give up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> and there's a, there's a certain power to tenacity. Yes, absolutely. You know, I have, I have in the past, I've put things aside, but I always seem to go back and think, right, I've had a wee rest. Now, how am I going to make this damn thing work? You know, <laughs> and that's what it comes back to. It's like, you know, so, and I, I get those moments. It, it's funny. My family, they laugh at me these days because I'll do the whole pattern of giving up and it'll, it will literally be, this is exactly what it'll be, Richard. It'll be like, oh, I can't do this. <gasps> All right, what's next? And that's it. <laughs> We're going again, you know, it's like, but, but, you know, I go through that little pattern and instantly it's like, okay, what's next? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I just got to get up and make it happen. Um, and yeah, it's one of those things I've learned over my life too, that, you know, you can always, you could always put it off and your future self, right? You could be like, you know, that's a problem for tomorrow. Or you can just take a deep breath and be like, you know, I'm just going to get that done now. Right. And yeah. you always feel better when you just get it done now and move forward now. Um, Cause it makes your tomorrow better. Yeah, absolutely. Please know there's been plenty of things that I haven't wanted to do. And I've just done the old procrastination, been there, done that, you know, but it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, if I you know like, anyone who hasn't, I'd like to meet them. Oh, absolutely, totally. Because I can guarantee you, even like the greats have done it, you know. But my question is, when is now the time to do what you need to do to get what you want in life? Because it can be over in a heartbeat, honestly. Um, both my parents ended their lives um, before doing what they wanted to do. Their lives ended for them before they got to achieve what they wanted to. And, and that's really sad, you know, because what they wanted wasn't that big, Richard. They just wanted to travel to certain places and it's not something that was difficult but because they didn't have the self-belief. They didn't believe they could and they didn't. Yeah. And yeah. that's been a big kick for me. It's been a, um, a driving force for me to, I don't have a bucket list. I have a now list. Yeah. That's one of my, uh, one of my core beliefs is uh, that I don't, I don't have things that I want to do tomorrow. I have things that I'm doing now. Um, and right. So that's why my wife and I, we travel full time. Um, we've been traveling full time for three years. Uh, we've gotten like 25,000 miles under our belt so far. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, our wonderful COVID crisis is messing that up. My wife and I were laughing the other day. They're cramping our style by not letting us move. Um, but you know, it's, it's uh, we, you can build your business to specifically achieve the dreams that you want, right? Yes. Instead of, instead of building a business that will hopefully someday let you have dreams, <laughs> you build a business that lets you do what you want to do now, right? Absolutely. So if it's time freedom, if it's location freedom, it's financial freedom, whatever your goals are, you can build a business that lets you do that, right? Um, you know, or if it's change the world, right? If you want to put an iPhone in the pocket of half a billion people, right? That's a different business model. <laughs> <laughs> mm, um, right. That's so, right. but they all, they all fit depending on what your, your dream is. And you have to, we, we talk on this show regularly. You got to know the monster you want to build and then go build it. Right. Exactly um, right. Yes. So. Might I just add though, I will just, just add, like, I would like to you just to feel my pain right now because pretty much right now I'm supposed to be going up the Eiffel Tower. Oh, and the, uh, <laughs> the COVID <laughs> crisis has messed it up for you. It has, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. were, I'm supposed yeah. to be in the Keys right now in Florida, but they closed mm -hmm. the Keys down and we spent like six months trying to get the reservations there. And then they called us They're like, yeah, we're canceling those reservations. The Keys are closed. You can't come. I'm like, oh. awesome. 
<laughs> Sad. So it's, we're supposed to be down there with the, uh, the iguanas and the sunshine and the beach, but we're not. So no. I feel you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, it's like yesterday was the day after so many years of like putting it off. I was finally going up the Eiffel Tower and then... <sighs> you don't always get to control the world that you're in, but you can control your world a little bit. So You can, um, you we'll can get control there. how you react to things. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I could be sitting in the corner right now, like, you know, doing the... Or I can instead, just write you launched a best-selling book. Best-seller book. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean... You may not be able to control the situation, but you can definitely control your actions Response and your reactions to, to things. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So my next question for you is more practical, right? We call this the hero's tool belt. Uh, maybe you got mm -hmm. a big magical hammer like Thor or a bulletproof vest like your neighborhood police officer, or maybe you just really love how Evernote helps you organize your thoughts. What is mm -hmm. one or two of the tools, like practical tools you use in your business every day, right? Whether it's client management or software or like, you know, a pen and paper that you use to write your notes on or your to-dos. What are some of like your absolute essentials? You couldn't do what you do if you didn't have those tools today. Okay, all right. So I'm actually going to give Vol Click Funnels a, a bit of a plug here because you know it's funny. I keep I keep thinking that I can find better. I keep looking to see if there's another option out there rather than. But I just keep coming back to good old Click Funnels. Um, I can tell you, and I'm honest. When I first started with Click Funnels, it was not called Click Funnels. It started with an F. What I called it because it was challenging. Uh, but <laughs> now I can whip a funnel out in half an hour, and I mean, I, I still do because you know what it's like. Sometimes it's, if you need something done, it's better just do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I I can do that, and so Click Funnels, I don't think I could live without. Um, unless there's something out there that's incredibly better than that. Um, but I'm kind of not looking anymore, if you know what I mean. So click funnel. Yeah, just better, uh, better done than perfect, right? That's it. That's exactly right. You know, so I mean, I'm going to get click funnels. But you know, I'm going to actually just move away from a tool itself. And I'm going to say that probably the one thing that I've done that serves me the absolute best is building relationships. Networking, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and no more than networking, actually building like solid relationships with, you know, people, not just people of influence, but people who can lift you higher. And I'm going to call that a tool because it really is a tool of leverage. It really is a tool that can help you to get to places that you may not have been able to reach earlier. Uh, I've spent you know, unconsciously, I've spent a lot of time building some relationships with some amazing women in America. And all of a sudden, it's all coming to fruition, you know, it's like doors are opening. Yeah, and yeah. it was never my intention when I built these relationships to have those doors open, I was genuinely building relationships with people that could lift me higher. And they are. <laughs> Do you know, yeah, so I'm yeah. actually going to call that a tool. So. That's, uh, I, I think it's probably the most powerful tool in anyone's toolbox. Um, it's responsible for almost every growth and leap that I've made in my business over the last 10 years has been something to do with relationship building. And my, my contention is networking and relationship building are the same. And if you're not using networking to actually build real solid relationships, you're not actually doing it right. So mm -hmm. um, I think we're on the same page there. Um, but yeah, 
the uh, um, you know, actually putting the time and effort into other relationships, which means like legitimately caring about the other person and where they want to go and helping them and lifting them up to help them get there. That yes. comes back. It comes back into your business in all sorts of crazy and weird ways. Um, Absolutely. And, yeah. 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 I'm not a big fan of these people that deliberately go out just to build relationships to gain. I'm not that kind of person, you know, to me, it has to be genuine and it has to be real. And it's exactly what you said. It's, my duty to see what I can do to raise them up, to help them to, you know, mm -hmm. impact their lives without yeah. any thought of return. Do you know, it's Is, like, what can I give? That's uh, it's one of the things that I find really fascinating that, that in order to do relationship building, right, you have to look at someone else and be like, how can I help you get what you want? Right. How can mm -hmm. I help you get where you want to go? Mm -hmm. And the only way that you can know that is to genuinely care about them. That's right. It. So if it's, if you don't have that genuine feel, if you're going in with self-interest and you're going in with like, what am I going to get out of this relationship? You'll never be able to help them help lift them up. Right. And you're no, not going to exactly. get, and then it's never going to come back. So exactly it's, it's right. Yeah. It's interesting the way that how, how that works. So. Definitely. And I can tell you, there's a lot of people in business out there, Richard, that have got no idea what they're doing. Seriously. I know, which is, it's both a good thing and a bad thing. Cause it means that you may not, you're, you can look at those people and be like, Hey, if they're that successful, imagine how successful I did. If I just put in the work and effort they did, yeah. right? Absolutely. Uh, totally. Yeah. Speaking of heroic tools, I want to take a few minutes to tell you about a tool we built that powers the hero show and is now this show's primary sponsor. Hey there, fellow podcaster. Having a weekly audio and video show on all the major online networks that builds your brand, creates fame, and drives sales for your business doesn't have to be hard. I know it feels that way because you've tried managing your show internally and realize how resource intensive it can be. You felt the pain of pouring eight to 10 hours of work into just getting one hour of content published and promoted all over the place. You see the drain on your resources, but you do it anyways because you know how powerful it is. Heck, you've probably even tried some of those automated solutions and ended up with stuff that makes your brand look cheesy and cheap. That's not helping grow your business. Don't give up though. The struggle ends now. Introducing Push Button Podcasts, a done-for-you service that will help you get your show out every single week without you lifting a finger after you've pushed that stop record button. We handle everything else, uploading, editing, transcribing, writing, research, graphics, publication, and promotion, all done by real humans who know, understand, and care about your brand almost as much as you do. Empowered by our own proprietary technology, our team will let you get back to doing what you love while we handle the rest. Check us out at pushbuttonpodcast.com forward slash hero for 10% off the lifetime of your service with us and see the power of having an audio and video podcast growing and driving micro celebrity status and business in your niche without you having to lift more than a finger to push that stop record button. Again, that's pushbuttonpodcast.com forward slash hero. See you there. You're listening to The Hero Show, unlocking the power of influence and success. So I think I might know some of the answers to this question because you've re alluded to them a little bit as we've been talking, but some of your own personal heroes, right? Like Frodo has had Gandalf, Luke had Obi-Wan, Robert Kiyosaki had his rich dad. Who were some of your heroes? Were they, you know, speakers or mentors, real life, um, you know, authors, uh, peers who were just a couple years ahead of you? And how important were they to what you've accomplished so far in your business? Okay, so obviously Tony Robbins is has been a huge influence in my life. Um, love, love, love Tony. He's amazing. He really is. Um, the journey has been interesting. It's like Rhonda Britton. I'd like to mention Rhonda Britton's name because 
she's probably where it all started for me, where the first seeds were planted many years ago. And as she has fearless living, she's uh, an American lady who's been an Emmy award winning uh, author as well as she had a TV show as well back in the um, early double O's, I believe, um, which just, it was a mind blowing show and it should be brought back. Okay. It should come back. Um, yeah. And so there's been, been many people along the journey that have helped me, but definitely like Rhonda, definitely Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki has played a part there as well. Um, who else has really inspired me? Oprah, Oprah inspires me. Ellen DeGeneres inspires me. Just women who I guess have come across those odds and they've just, they've made it through, do you know? These are the women that I look up to. These are the women that, you know, I aspire to be like. So just because, just because you, you mentioned Oprah and Ellen, have you uh, looked at all into uh, Taylor Swift's story? Um, she's yeah. got a fascinating story of going from nowhere to uh, to being essentially the probably the the foremost woman in music right now. Yeah, you know I haven't, but I will be today. I can tell you now. Check that out. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't I don't know that she's got a biography or anything yet, but her her story from being a young lady who wanted to write her own music and you know getting rejected by every major music label to today being you know, the, the, the most popular female artist who ever have lived mm, yeah. <laughs> is pretty an inspiring journey, I think. Um, so, yeah, there are a lot of people out there like, you know, who have, you know, I, I think a lot of, lot of um, the people that really make it do come from a life of adversity when they start. And maybe that's really their blessing in a way, even though it's probably one of the hardest times that they go through in their lives and certainly usually not their fault. You know, I wonder if we're put on this path so that we can create this greatness. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I want to bring it home for our listeners and talk a little bit about your guiding principles. Top one or two principles or actions that you put into practice every single day that you think contribute to your success and your influence. All right, maybe something you wish you had known when you started out all those years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, again, I'm sorry, it comes back to self-belief and self-worth, it really does. But you know, um, yeah, I mean, if you have that, if you have those skills, the confidence and that certainty, then life so would be so what, much What easier. do you do sort of, what do you sort of do practically to, to engage with that self-belief and that confidence on a regular basis and to, and to build it up and make sure that it's always strong? All right, so mine comes naturally these days, it just, it just pours out of me. Um, that's because of the work that I've done. However, for somebody that is where I was four years ago, five years ago even, it's just about first being aware that these are the problems. Now, a lot of people aren't aware they need to work with maybe an NLP practitioner or a neuro-linguistic you know, programmer to help them discover what the actual problem is. Because unless you get back to the root cause or the very first time that you downloaded this belief or this emotion, then you're never going to be able to clear it out from your unconscious mind because, you know, we download this stuff before we're seven, Richard, and um, our unconscious mind believes it and believes that this is what protects us. So it's going to continue playing the patterns until you actually go back and basically put on a, a new record or a new computer program. Do you know? So 
um, for someone that, you know, is where I was and who's floundering, and there's plenty of people out there that still do it every day, they're floundering because they don't know the answer, then you need to find that answer by asking for help. Yeah. Reaching out and asking the questions. It's like, and don't be, don't be afraid. Don't worry about what the mother-in-law or anyone else is going to say. This is about you. This is your journey. And nobody else has to know that you're doing this. You can keep it private. You can keep it to yourself. It's just, but if you want to make it, if you want to live a life of more than mediocrity, and get what it is that you truly want, then you must do that inner work. You must. Absolutely. I completely agree with you on that. But that does bring us to the sort of the end of our episode. So I have um, one last thing I do with every one of my guests. It's really simple. Mm -hmm. I call it the hero's challenge. And it's, mm -hmm. it's basically this. Do you have someone in your life or in your network who you think has a cool entrepreneurial story who are they? First names are fine. And why do you think they should come share their story here on the Hero Show? Okay, so I would vote for uh, Christina. Okay, my friend who has the most phenomenal Facebook group that I have ever come across. Uh, 350,000 businesswomen. And I believe she would be someone that you would be great to interview. It would be great to interview her. Awesome. So we'll, we'll uh, reach out later about doing an introduction. My last question for you is where can people find you, right? So what, um, and more importantly than where can they find you, who are the right types of people to sort of reach out and say, Hey, you know what? I would really like to get some help from you. Okay. So I wish to work with women who, who know women who know that they are capable of so much more and who are prepared to do whatever it freaking takes. Those ones that have reached that point where they, they know in their heart and their soul that they've got to do something and they've got to take the action. You know, I don't have time for people that aren't ready to eat the hay as we talked about earlier, okay? You've got to be ready to do this. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be easy. It's not an easy road. However, if that does not scare you off what I just said, then you're the kind of woman that we're here at Tall Poppies Rising to help, okay? And we can get you that help. You can find me at marniehomer.com. That's probably the easiest way. And the spelling is something you'll never forget. So it's not, you know, it's not the straight spelling. So that's the easiest place to um, find me. Um, Tall Poppies Rising slash Lockdown is where you'll find my number one best-selling book. And that can also be a great place for people to start, especially those who aren't quite ready to eat the full amount of hay just yet start there it's seven bucks awesome thank you so much for coming on the show manny i really appreciate the time and the conversation um before we uh wrap this up and hit that stop record button you have any final words of wisdom for the audience just do it i'm sorry to take it from nike but just seriously just take the action you need to take ask the questions get the help do whatever it is that you need to do to get what you want life's too short not to go for it do it. Awesome. Thank you very much, Manny.